playing the Radical Latino Show. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands in the air for New York's very own. Latino is taking you to another level. people welcome back to another episode of the radical latino show it's your host the radical latino now i know this whole what week and a half two weeks and all that i've been giving out you know interview on top of 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 interview i get it you know what i'm saying i hope you guys enjoyed it you know i just needed a little a little break not only from just pumping out episodes that um i had all these interviews in the stash you know what i'm saying i didn't want to wait to give, you know, to wait. I didn't want to wait to get, uh, you know, to release it every other week or whatever the case is. It's gonna like take forever. So I was like, you know what? Let me just pump and dump it. You know what I'm saying? I hope everybody enjoyed the special interview I had with, you know, with the former white supremacist Fritz. You know, uh, funny, funny thing. It turned out to be the Hail Hitler episode, <laughs> episode 88. Um, you know, Hail Hitler, if anybody knows about white supremacy, they know that 88 is like Hail, the Hail Hitler side or whatever, but it turned out to be the Hail Hitler episode. <laughs> that happened, you know, organically. That was, there was no collusion whatsoever. I completely didn't even notice it until people started pointing it out. So, you know, uh, I guess, uh, <laughs> I guess shout out to me then. You know what I'm saying? I guess shout out to me. But yeah, that that tur- that episode turned out um, you know, great. Um, and I I really enjoyed it. I really I really did enjoy it. Um, that episode turned out, you know, better than I expected. You know, um, and I'm gonna address a couple of things from that episode that uh that kind of I found kind of funny. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to address a couple of things on that episode that I found kind of funny. Also, I did an episode with Roll the Tape, Sitting Pretty, the P- Puerto Ricans from the island, and, you know, the former white supremacist Fritz. And I'm going to read those comments in a, in a few minutes. You know what I'm saying? I'm definitely going to read th- those comments in a few minutes. You know, everybody's still on the quarantine. You know what I'm saying? Um, everybody is still doing their thing. Hopefully, everybody, you know... It's uh, it's out here, you know, pr- protected and not getting sick and all that other stuff. So, you know, hopefully that's that's a thing. You know what I mean? I want to give you guys a couple of updates on the podcast. Next week's episode, episode ninety. Next week's episode is gonna be two years of podcasting. Oh my God! Thank you. Yeah, round of applause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you two years of podcasting oh my god i did not know that i was gonna actually do this for two years guys listen i was planning on just quitting after episode five okay i was i was like listen i don't even think i should even do this or if it's something i should be doing you know what i mean but after episode five i was like yo i'm gonna just hang this up but some of the comments, just a few people, the few comments I kept on reading, they're saying, yo, this is tough. Oh my God, you, you enlightening me. Yo, you bring, you know, 
you you setting the truth so that's the reason why i even kept on doing this and wow next episode is gonna be episode 90 and the two year mark oh my god i've been doing this for two years now this is what i'm gonna ask you guys you know for all my supporters all my fans for next week's episode next week i want you guys to call the voicemail number 609-948-4194 that number again is 609-948-4194 leave a voicemail leave a voicemail and tell me what of you know how proud you guys are for you know the podcast if you learned anything if you got empowered if you felt a sense of you know belong or anything call the voicemail number and i will play it for next week's episode you know which is going to be the two-year mark been doing this for two years guys jesus I didn't even think I was going to last that long, to be completely honest. But shout out to everybody. Shout out to y'all. I really wish y'all, you know, the best. And thank you for your support. You know, I wouldn't be doing it without you guys. You know what I'm saying? I really wouldn't be doing it without you guys. But yes, uh, again, you know, call the voicemail number, you know, 609-948-4194. And just leave a voicemail and I'll, and I'll play it. You know what I'm saying? Also... Let's uh, read some of the comments from uh, all the other interview <laughs> interviews that I've that I did. Um, I, so I did an interview with Roll the Tape. So I'm gonna start with this one, right? Um, these comments are on YouTube, and if you want me to read your comment for this episode, go on my YouTube channel right at the bottom. You know what I'm saying? The comment, and I'll read it for you so motivational move movements aka melanated match all right unfortunately though the second highest populated black country in the world does have a race issue um i i forgot what he's referring to but i guess um mulatto the <laughs> well i know the travel boy says i heard kim one two three got us uh got his second account suspended I see karma, kids' pharmacies. <laughs> I guess I don't, I don't know. I don't want to put too much heat on that, on that situation. But he also says that's why women love military men because they see these graduate uh, graduated benefits and income. Well, yeah, yeah, that is true. That is true. You know what I'm saying? That is true. Um, the, the, the thing is that some of these, you know, there are some women out there who are gold diggers and, you know, looking out for their, you know what I'm saying? For their best interest. So that, yeah, I'm a, yeah, that, that is true. That is true. Um, uh, Mar Marquise 912 says, I like the positive brothers. Uh, oh, shout out to you. That's why I try to bring positive people in. QB, <laughs> QB Willie. <laughs> QB Willie says, roll the tape, and I have an interview coming up soon. Shout out to you. I hope you guys, you know, do it. I'll definitely check it out. You guys should check it out also. Um, he also says, great interview. Keep up the good work. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, QB. Logan says, love it. I'm glad you did. 
You know what I'm saying? I really, really, really glad you did. Ask a classic black man says, but if the travelers keep dropping one line sentences that call other black names, then it is really tra traveling or slick dissing. Um, I completely don't remember what you're referring to, but I guess um, I have to re-listen re to the to the interview. But this is the interview that I did with Roll the Tape. I guess I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I guess a uh, classic. I guess. So the other interview I did was Sitting Pretty, um, which actually turns out to be my highest interview so far. Um, and I got a lot of. It's real funny with this interview right here, interview eighty six. I got a lot of backlash for this. I got a lot of backlash because people were like, yo, you went, you went soft on her. Yo, she's cooning for Latin folks and all this other stuff. Yo guys, calm down, relax. You know what I'm saying? It's just a, it's just a girl's opinion. You know what I mean? It's just a girl's opinion, but I got a lot of, I got a, I got a lot of flack for that one. You know what I'm saying? So going down the. Going down the comments, Bahari Moon says, good interview. Shout out to you. Sit pretty, obviously, you know, she she wrote something. Uh, La Princess, <laughs> La Princess, what's going on? She's a little troublemaker. She says, nice interview. Um, your subs are going very fast, I guess. Thank you. Um, QB Willie says, interesting. I'll be watching it. Okay, cool. Also, Viva Bella by Extina, my favorite Haitian, <laughs> my favorite Haitian. Um, she says very interesting convo, and um, I'm just I'm a I'm a I'm a say that I'm a say this now. Me and Sitting Pretty talked last week on collabing. Yes, they did. Even though it went a little hectic, but they did. You guys should check it out. She she says also she, she is so right about. Um, those of us in the makeup side of YouTube barely getting visibility unless you have a high number of subs. I branched my makeup content onto a new channel, but I doubt I'm going to grow very big, which is true. We, me and Sid Pretty, we were basically talking about it and she basically said, listen, you know, if you ain't gay or male, you ain't really going to grow on, on the makeup side of things, you know what I'm saying? Which is, which is absolutely true. I feel on that, you know, um, Denise Gonzalez says, I just listened to this and I think the black lady dating one of our men is not an issue. If a Puerto Rican man, if a Puerto Rican man can make a black lady happy, then by all means they should go ahead as a proud Puerto Rican. I've personally shared experiences where black women had even attacked me and vandalized my property for just loving a black man. Also, I've seen on, on people I know the reverse on the Mexican men and all this other stuff. Yeah, so basically she was talking about how, you know, people get it on both ends. You know what I'm saying? Um, black, black men dating Latinas, Latinas will get it from black women and vice versa. You know what I mean? Black women will get it from black men and all that if they wouldn't like dating a lot. You know what I'm saying? So she's basically saying the same same things or whatever the case is. So um yeah, you know, I'm gonna have to agree. You're, you're right. I do see it, I do see it both ways. You know what I'm saying? Um the next one, which is actually 
a very interesting episode um interviewing puerto ricans from the island the comments basically read so truth teacher <laughs> truth teacher says oh my god rad i don't believe you trash <laughs> you trash chocha beans how dare you yo truth teacher yo he a clown shout out to him but anybody that doesn't know what chocha beach is is um basically orchard beach in, in the bronx <laughs> you know what i'm saying but uh he was referring to that comment that i made about if you go to the beach here and in that interview when i say if you go to the beach here and you go into the water you'll you'll come out with a bag over your head you know what i'm saying um dominican renaissance jesus christ dude dominican renaissance says he he, he put a link down he says Haitian nationals now make the majority of persons trying to reach the Commonwealth nation from the island of Hispaniola. So he's basically saying Haitian nationalists are trying to go to Puerto Rico. This kid, I'm not going to say that he's a kid. This kid seriously has a really deep seated issue with Haitians. And he, and I'm not, again, I'm not going to call Dominican Renaissance a racist because he's a kid. He doesn't know any better and he better get out of that shit real quick because the person that he associates himself with doesn't see you as equal because you're more melanated than he is. You're not white, regardless of how many times you want to call yourself Spanish. You're the first dark ass Spanish person I've seen. You know what I'm saying? Get out of that shit quick. I'm just saying, I mean. Derek says, love this interview. Uh, please wake the people up. Phenotype and genotype are two different things. Angel Ramirez Jordan talks about these topics all the time. I think, um, I think Angel Ramirez is, uh, that dude that they, that they say, uh, everybody hates Angel. I think from that, from that channel or whatever the case is, but I guess um bahari moon also says boy so both of you and christina managed to interview puerto rican na um, nationalists i didn't uh christina interviewed puerto rican nationalists i didn't these two people were not nationalists um so does this mean i gotta look for dominicans from dr to interview <laughs> that's funny that's funny i thought it was good i've 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 said before numerous times I've never encountered a, a Puerto Rican from the island that treated me a certain way just being American. Then again, don't go around waving the PR flag and yelling to the world I'm, I'm full-blooded Puerto Rican and say that. Yeah, so she was basically referring to the comments that um that Andrea and, and, um, and Joshua said that, um, you know, that... Puerto Ricans from the from the island, well, Puerto Ricans from the island see Puerto Ricans from the mainland very differently. You know what I'm saying? So that's what she was referring to, and, and I hope she didn't feel no type of way about you know um, them saying that if you claim to be Puerto Rican and you don't know Spanish, then there's no reason to claim. You know what I'm saying? Hope she didn't feel no type of way about that, but that's you know that's their belief. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm not saying I. 100% agree. I'm just saying, you know, that's what their opinion is. And La Princess says, the girl is very pretty. Love her hair. The guy, the guy is, I guess. All right, I guess. La Princess is such a mess. I guess. And the last 
last one the last one is episode 88 the hail hitler episode so i interviewed a former white supremacist former neo-nazi fritz right and i made a trailer on it people were loving the trailer people were you know out here really like you know supporting it they were like yo this shit is fucking tough like what's going on um and we basically talked about a lot of things we basically talked about a lot of things um we basically went down the whole gamut you know um right now this is at 600 views right now um on the podcast on the podcast thing it already hit a thousand downloads you know what i'm saying um this interview right here like i said in the beginning i found fritz on twitter i found him on twitter and you know me and him corresponded and this is how the interview came out now i'm gonna address a certain person after i finish reading the comments Actually, I'm not even going to address a certain person. I'm just going to address some of the things that he said, because in this interview, I mentioned, you know, Antonio and Dominican Renaissance. And I just find it a little funny that the, 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 the reach that they have to take, you know, in order to justify why they still believe what they believe, you know, it's kind of funny. Um, let's start off with Derek. It says great interview is crazy. I used to self-educate myself still do as a kid about stuff like this and race relations from past to now people like dominican renaissance uh, renaissance Rican can articulate um and el grand cha-cha diva <laughs> i guess best known as antonio are just lost souls looking for attention which is true which is absolutely true and this is the reason why i you know, had an interview like this to basically curve everything. Hercules, my dude, Hercules, yo, what's up, bro? Hercules, King Hercules says, nice. But I disagree with his explanation of the hate up for the Jews. It don't, it don't sound like he knows what he was talking about in that subject. Um, yeah, I, I'm not gonna say I agree with it, but um. That, that was basically based on his experience. You know, I see that they had, you know, um, they had a back and forth, but that's basically his experience. You know what I'm saying? Um, he didn't, he didn't hear what most, uh, you know, other white supremacists basically talk about like Antonio, because their whole thing is like the Jews are the real racist. The Jews are, you know what I'm saying? Like get the fuck out of here. Um, Ava. What's going on, Ava? She says, uh-oh, this is gonna be interesting. She got a little popcorn emoji. Yeah, I hope it was interesting. I hope you really, um, you know, really, really enjoyed it. Public Image says, episode 88, I see what you did there. See, this is one of the comments. This is what I'm talking about. It was accidental. I swear to God, it was accidental. The Hail Hitler episode, 88, it was accidental. It just, it was just a so, it's a so happenstance. It's just a so happenstance, you know? And um, he also says the real skinheads were UK origin and listen to reggae. The guys are ex. See, the, th the thing is, like, um, they. I, I, I researched it uh, um, after the interview. 
there's a, there's different variations. They say that um, the real the the big the big uh, skinhead place like big is in California. Other places say Vermont. Other places say Utah. So it really varies. You know what I'm saying. So I'm gonna just go based on what a person tells me on an interview. You know what I'm saying? Just based on that. Um, Supreme Giga Four says, "Very insightful interview. Thank you for the good work. I'm a new subscriber. Shout out to you, Victoria. Ooh, what up, Victoria? Victoria says, "Hey, Radical. What's up to you?" QB says, "Great video." Base Base said, "Fritz, thank you for taking the time and appreciate this interview. I was very, it was very informative. I hope you hope you can speak." On Radical's platform again, yes, he is more than welcome. And Andrew Show, Andrew Show says, Radical been taking ish to the new level. Damn, I missed the live. Yes, I have, Andrew. I have been taking stuff to the new level. Yes, yes, I have. I'm telling you, nobody's doing these interviews like me. You feel what I'm saying? Nobody's doing interviews like me. You know what I mean? Like shout out to Viva, <laughs> um, Dominican Renaissance. Oh boy, oh boy! I know this chapped his ass. I know that for a fact. This chapped his ass because he basically I, I I sent Fritz, you know, three videos, two of Antonio's, and one of Dominican Renaissance, and I sent you know pictures, Dominican Renaissance and Antonio. And I'm like, this is who they are. You know what I mean? And basically, he basically said it. They wouldn't get passes. All this little, you know, fake Spanish bullshit that they're trying to do because they just repeat what Dominican Renaissance and Antonio. What they do, they just repeat white supremacist slang, white supremacist hate, white supremacist, um, you know, dialect. That's all they do. That's all they do, and that's all they preach. You know what I'm saying? And when I bring. In a real former white supremacist, and they say, "Yeah, all that shit works in your little bullshit community," and it won't translate into some real shit, into some real brotherhood of white supremacy, into some real brotherhood of hate. We don't see you the same. That shit fucks with them. That's why you got Antonio making videos about. Well, yeah, I never said I wanted to be a Nazi, but yet you talk bad shit about black folks. I never said I wanted to do, do shit about Nazi, but yet you say that if you see a black person making a sandwich, your sandwich, you wouldn't want that black person to make your sandwich. I'm saying I never said nothing. I wanted to be a, a, a Nazi, but yet you talk about preserving your Hispanic heritage. That's funny because that's part of the 14 words. Preserving the heritage or preserving the lineage of the white race, huh? Isn't that fun? So you just translating that shit and switching it up to some Hispanic shit because when he says Hispanic, he really means Spanish, and that's what fucks them up the most. That I got a real former white supremacist telling them in their face, "You stealing shit." The same way how you see these black people, we see you as. That's what pisses them off the most, and I I'm glad that shit pissed them off, cause that's why I did it. Not really the reason why, but y'all know. 
Yeah, I know. It's to, it's to educate the people and also piss these people off. But to educate the people. It's to educate the people. You know what I'm saying? So, again, if you guys want to, you know, have your comments read, go on this episode on YouTube and write your comments down. That's it. You know what I'm saying? Just write your comments down. That's it. Another, um, another update is I'm still working on the documentary. It's nowhere near complete. I'm going to say right now it's 25% complete. I'm still waiting on the poster to come back as I want. I'm still waiting on the title to be copywritten and all that. So I got some stuff, you know, waiting. And also the last update I want to give you guys is um, tomorrow I'm going to drop a Amon Arbery breakdown video. I'm going to drop that down. It's a breakdown video of the whole um, situation that happened in Georgia with those two white supremacists that kind of, you know, bugged out on that dude. You know what I'm saying? On that, on that kid that was jogging stuff. You know what I'm saying? I found a lot of inconsistencies. You know what I'm saying? I found a lot of inconsistencies and I found a lot of... Uh, of things that you know that didn't add up you know what i'm saying so i'm gonna put all of this one video new video footage also and all this other stuff of um him you know not stealing anything you know what i'm saying so that's that's something you guys should be looking forward to now let's move on to one of my first topic actually it's not my first topic to be completely honest is actually a user email to be to be honest somebody sent me an email last week which i told them i was gonna you know answer it today it's by kevin um i don't know if you wanted me to say your name but fuck it i'm gonna say your name kevin what up <laughs> you know he goes and says my brother shout out to you he's like please keep up the good work i love you teaching they are much needed for both Latin community and the African-American community, AKA black folks. Yes. Thank you. Thank you very much. I love your podcast and I have a unique perspective. I have a unique perspective on your topics for uh, multiple points of view. And then he just goes on to say about, I was raised around a unique group of mixed folks descended from Michigan. And he, you know, puts the link on the Wikipedia. I have children and their mothers are both Latinas. One is of Mexican descent. The other one is the Dominican from Dominican Republic. See that right there. I'm like, uh Oh, uh Oh, please don't be, please don't, don't men, please. I got, I got, I got to talk to my men real quick. You guys have to value, value, value yourself. Okay. You guys cannot men should not be out here. Just smashing all willy nilly. All right. I'm not out here saying that women are solely responsible for getting pregnant. It takes two men are also solely responsible. You know, if anything, just fucking pull out. I'm saying it, it worked for me plenty of times. No, <laughs> just, you know what I'm saying? Just, just pull out, you know, but men, we have to value ourselves because how do, are we going to look like trying to raise a community, trying to raise an empowered community and empowered family 
when we got two fucking families, you know what I'm saying? Uh, this ain't back in the day where, where you could have multiple wives unless you're Muslim. That's on you. Shout out to you too. But for the majority of the part, that's not the case. So let's chill with the whole, you know, you know, the, I got a baby mama here. I got a baby. I hope you're taking care of them, Kev. I really hope you're taking care of them. You know what I'm saying? But listening to this, you know, you got to empower not only yourself, but your seeds. You know what I'm saying? And try to try to be in both their lives. If you're in one person's life, then, you know, should be in the other one. You know, I don't know who you still with, but hopefully everything, you know, is all good in that situation. You know, these women don't put, get you on child support. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully that, that don't happen, but let's continue. He says, I have become more and more aware of the challenges that hold us back. You know, I hope he means white supremacy. I hope he does. I have made it my mission to visit the slave ports and, and info my Puerto Rican, black and Dominican friends and family of the truth that th we share as people, which is a powerful thing. Shout out to you. Yes, we should. That's part of why I do what I do. You know what I'm saying? It's part of why I do what I do. We all share the power of our blood. Yes, we are the descendant. Uh, the yeah, the descendants of Africans that allowed us to survive disease, plagues, and we were brought by our um, colonizers. As Spanish-speaking African American, I can say that your impact is important and keep on doing what you're doing. Thank you, my brother, Kev, a big shout out to you. Big salute. I'm saying, yes. Um, this is the reason why I do what I do. You know what I'm saying? Um, keep on showing some of these Latin people who have that white mindset. Keep on showing them my videos so they can get them out of the matrix. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Get them stuff out of the matrix. He also concludes with, our collective future is dependent by your ability to convey, convince people of their value while correcting the social construct of nationality, genotype and phenotype signed off. Kevin, shout out to you. Yes. I'm actually that, that that's actually a pretty powerful end quote. I, you know, I wrote back to him, but that's a very powerful quote. Yes. Yes. You know, there's a reason why I do what I do. And this, and mind you, the reason why I read this email is because I felt that email, you know what I'm saying? I felt the, the, the empowerment from that email. And that's the reason why I, uh, I read it, you know, and I wanted to bring it to you guys. You know what I'm saying? Let's not forget. Let's not forget that. Anybody could reach me through email. You know, if I touched you, pause, pause. But if I touched you in any way, if I empowered you in any way, if I made you see, open your eyes in any way, hit me up. Be like, yo, shout out to you and share me your story. And I'll share it to the people. You know what I'm saying? So, um, Kevin, big shout out to you. you know what I'm saying? I, I, I did a whole, I, I, I gave you a whole, you know, time slot for just you, my brother. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right, yo, let's, uh, let's move on to the next, um, to the, to the next topic at hand. Now, Francisco Garcia. Oh my God. Okay. So for those who don't know who Francisco Garcia is, 
He's a NYPD officer who was caught on video basically abusing his power. That's basically what it was. He was abusing his power on the job. And quickly, we automatically saw that, all right, um, this isn't a black man. This is a, I think it was a Dominican. I think he's Dominican. Dominican cat, you know, uh, detaining somebody. Then he goes off and wants to detain some random person that just steps up to him. Be like, yo, what the fuck is going on? And he felt it was his right to basically beat him up, put him down in the ground and detain him, basically abusing his power. It didn't take much where people found out, you know, cause during, because of the video, saw his badge number, found out who his name is and all that, all of that. You know what I'm saying? Didn't take much. So we found out who Mr. Garcia is. You know what I'm saying? And apparently Mr. Garcia has a long history of abusing black and Latin people. Yes. Black and Latin people miss me with that whole shit. No, he just abused black. No, if you look down at all his lawsuits, majority of black, you got a few Latin people sprinkled up in there. Let's keep it real. And then I started to see Twitter and also Instagram, but mostly Twitter. I started to see Twitter trying to switch this into a whole black and Latin beef. Uh, no, let's not do that. All right. Let's cut that shit the fuck out right now. What that Latin coon did does not represent the Latin community. The same way how them black folks throwing eggs on Mexican people, you know, selling masks and all this other crazy shit does not represent the black community. What this fucking coon did does not represent the Latin community because let's keep it real. I've seen some black officers abuse their power on black folks too. I lived in the Bronx my whole life, my whole life. One, a few, uh, uh, just a year and a half in Harlem. And I seen that shit too. Went back to the Bronx and stayed there. You know what I'm saying? I seen it happen. Let's not do this whole fucking, um, Latin and black beef shit. Nah, he was abusing his power. You know why? Because the same way how a black officer sees another black or Latin person is the same way how this person sees another black and Latin person, just a regular Negro. You know why? Because he is empowered, employed and protected by white supremacy. They both want the black officer who does that. And this Latin Garcia coon who does that are both the same side, the uh, different sides of the same coin. They want to go show out for white mommy and white daddy. That's all it is. That's all it is. If you see that video, all you see is a bunch of white uh, Italian looking cops and his brown ass just all over the place. That's it. You know what I'm saying let's keep it real. You heard what Fritz said. Let's keep it real. Yeah, we'll have you around, but Hey, we ain't with you. You know what I'm saying? Look at Donner. For anybody that doesn't remember Donner, 
he uh he's the uh, California cop that basically went went off and told and talked about the racism in the academy and his job. You know what I'm saying? And he started offing a couple of cops to the point to the point that they found him in the cabin and burned the whole cabin down. Let's keep it real, people. Let's keep it real. This little Latin coon is just being used. All right? Let's not turn this whole shit into a black and Latin bullshit because it's not. All right? It's not. He does not represent the Latin community the same way how black coons don't represent the black community. All right? This Garcia dude, he's our coon. Let us take care of that. You know what I'm saying? Let us take care of that. He fucked up. Yes, he did. You know what I'm saying? He fucked up. Yes, he did. And anybody that sees him in the street should be reminding them. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, you fucked up, bro. You fucked up now. You ain't, we ain't cool. You fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Because he not only did that to black folks, but he also did that to Latin folks. You know what I'm saying? Nine times out of ten, best believe it. Nine times out of ten, he didn't see himself as a, a Latin dude in the struggle, just like anybody. He didn't see. He was basically another Antonio Batista. You know what I'm saying? Talking about my my uh my Hispanic heritage, which I really mean Spanish. You know what I'm saying? He was just another coon. That's it. We got coons in all our communities. The black community, there's coons. Latin community, there's coons. In the Asian community, there's coons. Even in the white community, believe it or not, they're coons, but their coons are different. Their coons are different. Not that they're racist. White folks got coons like Fritz who gets out of being a white supremacist and they start sharing all the secrets of white supremacy. Their coons are like that lawyer who leaked out that video of Arbery getting, you know, lynched. You know what I'm saying? Their coons are white folks that expose their white supremacy. That's who white coons are, so that's very different. You know, the coons in the non-white community, they coon to uphold white supremacy. You know what I'm saying? They uphold it. They do shit just to uphold it. They do shit just so they could be okay with white mommy and white daddies around. So they could get more butter biscuits. So they could get more promotions. But remember, they never get past that glass ceiling. There's always a glass ceiling and they will never get past it. But they do try. Never get past it, but they do try. You know what I'm saying? There's always coons. But in the white community, their coons are way different. Their coons are cops who write books talking about you know, yo, this is how racist the police, you know, um, the police, uh, 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 joint is in Mississippi and blah, blah, blah. Uh, you got another dude named Michael Wood something or whatever his name. I totally forgot his name. He, he, he's in Baltimore talking about, he's a white coon talking about, yo, this is how, you know, uh, white officers are racist because of this and this and this, this is what they're telling me. This is what my superiors are telling me. You know what I'm saying? These are white coons. This is something we got to remember. There's something we have to remember. These are white coons also. Let's not forget that. You know what I'm saying? 
let's not forget that. So with this whole Garcia NYPD dude, he got um desk duty, but he's there's also gonna be an investigation, which he should get fired. I'm I'm not gonna lie. I want that motherfucker out. You know what I'm saying? I want him out. He should get fired. He shouldn't be remaining on the job because he's going to be a liability. You mean to tell me this whole coronavirus thing is basically fucking up the economy to the point where we don't even know if, you know, some of the jobs that we are employed in is still going to be maintained. We don't even know if some of the jobs that you know, are out here are going to be still around in the next year or six months, but this motherfucker is abusing people left and right. And you're going to be cashing people out for settlements. No, he's a fucking liability. Get him the fuck up out of here. I'm saying get him the fuck up out of here, bro. So yeah, we should be petitioning. We should be petitioning. My Latin people should be petitioning because he's a bad representation for Latin folks. You know what I'm saying we should be petitioning to get him the fuck up out of here. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? That's something that we should be doing. And also, I just want to add just one more thing. I just want to add one more thing. It's kind of sad that the Latin community has gotten a, such a bad rap throughout the years that it takes a person like fucking me and some of the other Latin people around saying, yo, he doesn't represent us. He doesn't represent us. We don't need to do or say shit like that whatsoever. You know what I'm saying? We should not be doing or saying that because we, we do not align ourselves with any little Latin coon does whatever he does. You know what I'm saying? But that's our fight to do as Latin people. That's our fight. You know what I'm saying? That's our, our thing to do because our, let's be honest. We've been lazy. Latin people have been lazy to get up up our asses and actually show out and show that we're sick and tired of the white supremacy structure is true. My Latin people, I got to criticize us, and, but it's true. We've been lazy and complacent thinking that everything is all be going to be good. I'm classified as white. It's totally fine. It's all good. Don't worry about it. My SSI check is still going to be in the mail. Nah, no, 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 no. We, we, we haven't shown up and shown out for a while, my Latin people. And that's something we got to stop. You know what I'm saying that's because we get a little bit small privileges, a little bit more than black folks. Doesn't mean nothing does not mean nothing. We got more. What we got more butter in our biscuits. Get the fuck up out of here with that. Let's get the fuck up out of here with that. Well, we got more lettuce in our tacos now. Oh, extra, a little bit extra meat. Get the fuck up out of here. No, 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 no. Get out of here. Oh, one more scoop of beans. Let's get the fuck up out of here with that. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, moving on to my next topic, which is the main topic, you know, neutralizing workplace racism. I was going to name it something else like neutralizing or neutralizing in the work racism, but nah, this sounds better. Neutralizing workplace racism. Now, what do I mean by this? Um, there's different, different layers to this. I'm going to let you guys 
I'm gonna I'm gonna break everything down everything down because this not only happens in the corporate level but it also happens in the service level you know little service bullshit jobs at McDonald's there's always office politics everywhere no matter where you're at even if you're outside pumping gas you know what I'm saying and that's your job you just pump gas for the for the for the for the gas station there's always inner work racism there's always office politics in that place all right no matter what you do no matter where you are that's why I'm saying this is not just a corporate thing but this is also a service thing all right now there's different layers to this the one, one layer is how black men and Latin men are perceived all right how straight black men and Latin men are also perceived there's a difference there's a huge difference the white people you know involved in the job coon women white people's uh you know little little racial tests that they try to do and i'm also going to give you guys solutions for these type of things now remember this this is pretty much subjective you know this is pretty much based on not only my experience but other experiences that i've heard people talk about people say and things that i've seen around working out here in these corporate jobs and these uh these service jobs and stuff like that you know what i'm saying i used to work as a security guard in a high-end corporate internet company i also used to work at the world trade center the new one not the old one i wasn't there i was too young for that <laughs> at the at the new one you know what i'm saying so i pretty much had my fill and i was there for a good time i pretty had much my fill of experience in those places and saw how office politics work you know what i'm saying other other jobs where i kind of went up the ranks and then i kind of saw like okay i see how it goes you know what i'm saying i started to maneuver different you know what i'm saying so with that being said, let's go with, you know, the first layer, black and Latin men. And these, in these, uh, places, black and Latin men either need to be feminine, coons or tokens. If you're neither of those three, you're in trouble. You either will not get the job or you will stay in a low level position. The reason why. And this also goes for Latin men too, but Latin men get a little bit more privileges than that. You know, just a little bit more, you know, but still, it, it's still bullshit. But you either have to be feminine, meaning gay. You have to be a gay man, you know, up in the office sashaying, you know what I'm saying? Up in the retail space in, you know, Fifth Avenue, you pop locking and sashaying all over the place. You know what I'm saying? You're not a threat. That's the thing. Coons, definitely not a threat. And tokens, even though you're qualified, you're definitely not a threat. Because you know the position that you play. Those are the three different type of black and Latin men that you're gonna see in these places. Now, if you're a straight black and Latin man, shit well most actually mostly for the black men this actually goes only for black men um because black men get the more, more most pressure black men they yo y'all need to be like a goddamn road scholar 
You know what I'm saying? You pretty much gotta know everything about all things. Have your P's and Q's and shit. Don't rock the boat, but you are still gonna be in the glass ceiling. You know what I'm saying? You're still gonna be in the glass ceiling. Now, for straight Latin men, we get a little bit more leeway. We don't have to be the Rose Scholar like that, but our P's and Q's gotta be together. We don't have to rock the boat, but it's also a glass ceiling. Also a glass ceiling, but also in these uh, these type of um, possessions for straight Latin men, you have to be lighter. You can't be that dark. You know what I'm saying? You gotta be lighter. Now, for everyone else in these places, for everyone else, you're either gonna be, um, you know, if you're not in the, uh, you know, in, in these corporate places, corporate or service, right? Well, actually, mostly in the corporate, to be completely honest. If you're gonna see the majority of what they probably assume or what they think of low-level, you know, people like Latin and black men, you're gonna see them as janitors, porters, security guards, mailroom clerks, um, desk jobs up in the front, um, garage uh, parking attendants. You know what I'm saying? These are the type of service jobs that they're gonna get. You know, if you are a straight black Latin man, this is the shit that you're gonna get. You know, if you're up in the, you know, up in the office floors, then you gotta meet some of these requirements. If you don't, okay, up in the front downstairs, well, we could keep an eye on you and you could get fired at any time. You know what I'm saying? These are the things that's gonna happen. You know what I mean? These are the things that's gonna happen. Now, mind you, Every job white people are in, they have to be involved. They have to, no matter what. It could be a whole black store like a Foot Locker or a corporate store that's in the hood. You see black people all around, you know, walking around the store. Best believe. In the front, there's black, but in the back, there's white. You know what I'm saying? You have a white manager or su white supervisor out there maintaining everything. You know what I'm saying? Let's keep it real. Let's keep it real. White people have to be involved, are going to be involved, and all are going to be placed in these jobs regardless. But don't get fooled that that white persona that just, you know, walked in, that you're training. You know what I'm saying? A white person you just walked in that you're training and shit, don't get uh, fooled. They're either going to become your boss in no time. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? But what my goal for all of this, my goal for for this episode right here is no matter what job you're in, your goal is to soak up game from that job in order to create your way out. In order for you to create a job so you could get the fuck up out of there. Get, you know, get your job that aligns with your best interest. Get a job that aligns with something you're passionate about. So you can soak up some of that game from it and start your own thing. We are too busy being lazy. We are too busy saying, well, you know, I want to, I pretty much know everything about fashion and all this other stuff, but nah, I'm okay. No. Go into these, you know, coach, uh, you know, coach retail stores, American Apparel, whatever. Soak up game and get your own shit. That's how we got to do it. 
That's how we have to do it. Because guess what? White folks do that shit all the time. You don't, you could barely see, barely see a middle-aged white person that isn't on crack, that isn't, you know, on the pipe, that isn't divorced and basically raped for alimony on these service jobs. No, they have fucking startup companies. Then Silicon Valley somewhere, um, you know, starting up crazy internet companies or just scamming. But they're doing that shit big. White collar shit. You know what I'm saying? They do that shit big. I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I want to give you guys a story for one second. Let me give you guys a story. Um, I got a friend of mine. I think I said this before. I got a friend of mine. Mexican chick. She's Mexican and Honduran. Right? And she used to work at this babysitting... Um, you know, this mom and pop babysitting company or whatever. Anyway... The, the white lady, she had three babysitting companies, like like um, like um the, the daycare company. There you go, daycare centers. Like daycare company centers or whatever. The white lady had three, right? To the point where my friend, she, you know, she started in the lower level and started rank, you know, going, moving up, moving up to the point where she started doing all the paperwork for not only one, but two daycares, you know? To the point where this white lady was basically looking at her for everything that she needed. She was in that job for only three years. My friend was in that job for three years. And for and within three months, within three months, my friend said, listen, we have a house. We're basically not even using the lower level of the house. Let's convert this whole house, the whole lower level of the house to a daycare center. Let's convert this whole thing to a daycare center. I got all the paperwork done. I know how to get it done. And I got the clients. White folks do this shit all the fucking time. Within three months, my friend went from going to work at six o'clock in the morning, leaving at like damn near seven o'clock and making basically shit pay to her within three to four months. Mind you, those daycare centers, they make a lot of money, especially for kids that are from the state. Man, that shit makes guap. Making damn near 1100 a week. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling you, that white lady saw fire in her fucking eyes when my friend said, yo, I quit. What the hell you mean you, you quit? Yeah, I quit. Um, I'm going to do my own thing. She didn't give her that much information to the point where that white lady ended up finding out a week later that my friend, you know, opened up a daycare thing and the rates were either competing or lower than hers. And she got almost all her clients to the point where that white lady called my friend and said, good job. That was a boss move. You know why? Because white folks, they recognize good game. White folks recognize when their shit got had white folks recognize when, okay, touche. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's what we should be doing. We should not be looking at these little jobs that we have as the end all be all. 
Nah, let's get the fuck up out of here with that. We gotta soak up game from these jobs. It's something that you like, you, you like to draw? Go to an illustration company. Learn how to, you know, learn the, the, the ins and outs of everything and start your own shit. You like to play video games? Cool. Cool. Get a Twitch account, do what you gotta do, and then learn how to make your own thing that competes with Twitch. You know what I'm saying? If you, it, it doesn't really matter what you like to do. There's always an avenue for you to get some paper. Always an avenue for you to get some paper when it comes to something that you're passionate about. You know what I'm saying? Now, ending that story, <laughs> ending that story. Now, in, the, in these, in these uh, corporate and service jobs, you're gonna have coon women. For the most part, they're black women, but they're also Latin coon women in these jobs also. I wanna make a disclaimer, okay? This isn't all black women, or this isn't to fuel the black women hate train and all this other bullshit, because I know there is a lot out there. I'm not here for that because this is not all black women. These are just the black women that do these type of things. All right. If it don't apply, let her fly. You know what I'm saying? That's all I got to say. If it don't apply, let her fly. But these are not all black women who do this. All right. Because for the most part, these black women don't know that they're doing this or subconscious in a subconscious level, they don't know that they're doing this. And for the most part, this is black women who are part of this. And they're, and if they don't have a black woman, there are Latin women who are part of this also. All right. And I'm gonna make the difference, the definitions and all that. Right now, how are you going to point out a, a Latin woman or a black woman who's basically in a position like this? was basically the coon for the most part she's usually overweight or past her prime or she's sexually unavailable this is for latin women right sexually unavailable meaning they're gay let's keep it real you know for black women it's the same thing but a little bit more older aged it's the same thing just a little bit more older age you know what i'm saying these are the women who will be the buffer or the watchdogs over black and Latin men. That's something we got to be real about. They are put in these positions for a reason. You know what I'm saying? They're put in these positions for a reason because they run like, because you got to remember these places are run like a plantation. You know what I'm saying? Most of these women are like, obviously difficult to work with, but most of these women aren't held up to a standard like black men are held up to or, or Latin men are held up to, you know what I'm saying? Because in most of these places, you know, like service jobs, especially service jobs or like, you know, corporate jobs, they got some of these hood rats in these places. Let's be real. You got some of these hood rats in these places, you know, talk like up in the front desk going, like, uh-huh, you know, and all this other bullshit. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to have no hood dude up in these, up in these places, unless they're in the service job, but they're pretty much the same. You know, if they're not in the front, they're going to damn near be in the back. You know what I'm saying? They're damn near going to be in the back, but it's it, the same, same thing goes for Latin women, but they use Latin women as the good cop. You know what I'm saying? 
these Latin women are the ones who sweet talk you and peep you out and then they go tell, you know what I'm saying? They go tell and be like, yo, you know, um, Carlos, I saw Carlos outside talking on his phone and it wasn't his break time. You know what I'm saying? That's what Latin women do. But in your face, oh, hey, you doing Chico, como tamo, and all this other stuff, right? But behind your back, yo, yo, black woman, black woman. And these black women don't know how to turn it off right here. Let's um, let's keep it real. Black women do not know how to turn it off. They act like they're your mom. You know what I mean? They act like they're your mom. Latin women, they know how to fake it to a certain extent, but black women, they act like they're your mom. You know what I'm saying? They act like they are your mom. They'll be on like some crazy shit talking down to you and all this other shit. They don't know how to turn that shit off. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes they'll even have black and Latin women together and both of them are the same. Good cop, bad cop type shit. You know what I'm saying? And that's even worse. But remember, these women, like these black and Latin women, they be on the jobs for like 20 plus years. No promotion. They're always on the glass ceiling. And you could spot them out. They're all, you know, raggedy, all fucked up, pissed off at life and shit. You know what I'm saying? Pissed off at life. For some reason, they always got a mean mug in their face. You know what I'm saying? Black and Latin women in these positions, I'm, I'm keeping it real. I'm keeping it real. But if they get, check this out, if they get a position, it's usually a bullshit position. It's never a position to rule over white folks. You know what I'm saying? But if they get a bullshit position, they're not going to get paid that much. But if they get a position like a supervisor position, shit, it's not to rule over white folks. It's to rule over you. It's to rule over black and Latin people. Let's keep it real. That's exactly what it is. Because you know what they do? This is what they do. This is what they do. Because when they, when the, the, the way they get there is they be like, you know, they be like, yo, you know, Terrell, Terrell, he was five minutes, you know, late from his break. You know, Mr. Basil don't like that. You know what I'm saying? Or they'll be like, um, how come you came 10 minutes? Oh, they'll tell everybody. They'll tell everybody. They'll be like, oh, it feels good to be you, you know, coming in 10 minutes late every day. You know what I'm saying? You ain't getting in trouble. I wish I could be you. You know what I'm saying? They'll, they'll dry snitch you out. You know what I'm saying? They'll dry snitch you out, but let's not get it twisted. These female are, are extremely loyal to white men, regardless how long they've been there in the same spot. They will still be like, I saw Terrell outside smoking and it wasn't his break. I know how you don't like that, Mr. Mr. Taylor. You know what I'm saying? That, that's how... That's how they'll do it. That's how they show their loyalty. White people, they, they love that shit. They love watching black people or Latin people throw each other under the bus. They love that shit. They love that shit. You know what I'm saying? They love that. They get a kick. Loving to, to see the rift between black, especially black folks. You know, but it's loving to see the rift. They love that shit. You know what I'm saying? They love that shit. You know why? Because the more disloyalty you show for your own people the more the white folks see that 
You're someone you could control. You're someone that if something gets rowdy, like a plantation, just like a plantation, if it gets rowdy, I could count on you to, you know, calm the Negroes down. You know what I'm saying? That's why, why white folks like it. White folks love that shit. White folks love that shit. I got a, I got a story that, that, um, I got two stories for this one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it real quick at the internet company job that I used to work at, you know, there was this, uh, Ecuadorian dude, you know, mad cool, you know, called him C's, you know what I'm saying? But he was real buddy, buddy with the, with the, with the boss, with the white boss, real buddy, buddy. And he will be the buffer between the security guards and the boss. He will be the buffer. It will be his right hand man. Mind you, he wasn't able to get any time off like that. Have to ask permission. Mind you, you know, he wasn't, he was giving some perks, but not that much. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't giving the perks right away. You know, he was always walking on eggshells and like, oh, we can't be doing that. Mr. Bezos going to be, you know what I'm saying? He was the buffer for that. And I saw that, you know, Ecuadorian cat, mad cool with, uh, with, with me, but also he will, he will be like, he will be like, you know, um, I saw that you, you know, you came a little late, you know, uh, uh, I, I hate to tell Mr. Basil on you, you know what I'm saying? On some coon shit on some coon shit. You know what I'm saying? It even happens with us Latin people too. It'd be on some coon shit. My man was on some coon shit. I'm like, God damn. And whenever the the boss was thinking about firing somebody, he has to go right up there. He's like, well, well, you know, he's supposed to be now the, the, the representative for the slaves. Well, you know, um, you know, Tyrone, the, uh, Tyrone and them, you know, they don't really mean, they don't really mean bad Amasa. No, just, just, just give him one more chance. Just give him one more chance, Massa. You know what I'm saying? And he comes down. I, I just saved your job. I just saved your job. You better be thankful. You better, you better be thankful. I just saved it. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, God damn, you a goddamn coon. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. I don't know if he saw it, but I sure did. I'm like, God damn. You know what I'm saying? Even happens to the guys, fellas. Even happens to the guys, you know, and and now let's get back into the whole women thing and you know because women are usually used as the buffer you know for the for the whole thing because women could get away with it women could slick talk guys and and be cool the next day you know men we don't have that we don't have that that uh, luxury you know but anyway if you um if you have now you have other women who do cool shit too but this shit's kind of like upscaled you know what i mean they are in high up positions but it's because they kind of fuck their boss to get up there. You know, they're the corporate um, secretaries for the executive boss. You know what I'm saying? But they do little bullshit too. They'd be like, if she's buzzing to get into the building because she got, forgot her key card and the door and the door or you just take a couple of seconds too long to open that door. She's going to remember that. She's going to be like, well, you know, um, uh, you know, uh, Rolando and them, you know, they were chit-chatting a little bit too much on the front desk. You know what I'm saying? She'll, she'll say that. Or if she order food for the whole executive floor, 
she might, she, and, and it gets, you know, the, the person's downstairs and you didn't call up or whatever the case is. And you didn't see that it was, you know, uh, Yvette and them upstairs and Yvette's executive uh, secretary. Oh shit, she gets priority. Oh shit, you didn't give, you didn't call upstairs? Oh, she's gonna remember that. Best believe you're gonna be out the door within a week. You know what I'm saying? Best believe, you know what I'm saying? Or if you don't go upstairs with the food, it's gonna be, <laughs> it's gonna be a problem. You know, the same principles still apply for black and Latin women. It does, you know, for the coons on the men position, but mostly for the women, you know, some same principles, different dynamic, but the same outcome. I'm gonna give you guys another story at the same internet company at the same internet, internet company. You had this male clerk named Yvette overweight, super mean to everybody. She wore the same wig. It was sometimes crooked and all over the place, different colors too: red, blue, blonde, all over the place. Right. And she was loud as shit. She worked at the mail room. Mind you, mind you, she was the oldest one there. She was there 30 plus years and she was, she knew everybody's business. She knew everybody's business and she would snitch you out like crazy. Oh, I saw, oh shit. I saw rad coming back, you know, a little bit too late from his break. You know what I'm saying? She would snitch everybody out. Mind you, her, the, the mail room supervisor just got there two years before, uh, no, two years, you know, two years since I've been there, but two years ago. And he was already the supervisor. That's funny. That's wow. That's, that's kind of funny. And then you find out that my man was smashing one of the executive secretaries and shit. That's kind of, hmm. All right. But anyway, going back to a vet, she will always snitch on people out, be mad loud, you know, and pe and just these white people be like, oh, you know what? That's a vet. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? because they knew that they had a good coon with them. You know what I'm saying? She's not going to rock the boat like that. You know what I'm saying? She's not going to snitch the people in the mail room out. She's going to snitch on everybody else. You know what I'm saying? That's what it is. That's what it is. So long story short, you know, since when I left that place, Yvette and um, man, she was still out there cooning, doing her thing. I'm like, God damn, that shit crazy. But that, you know, that, that was a huge wake up call for me. You know what I'm saying? Now, this other layer is the final layer is white folks. Now white people, they do something very sneaky that you guys have to basically catch, you know, they will ask you questions about certain racial events. And they do this to test you to see where you're at because white people, because first of all, if you're woke, that's dangerous for them because the last thing they need for white people, white people hate to be reminded in the position of privilege that they hold. They don't like getting reminded of that. And they don't like getting reminded of the unfair power dynamic that they have versus you. They don't like that. They hate that shit actually. So a woke person. Oh, hell no. So what they do is, 
you know, for, um, they like to they like to coon test. You know what I'm saying? They like to coon test. So what they do is, you know, they 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 ask you little little questions, and then either two things is gonna happen: either you're gonna be real with them, which is bad because it's gonna be you know you're gonna be jeopardizing your job, or you're gonna coon, and you know that you're cooning because let's be honest, the majority of the time. We know when we're cooning. We know when we're tap dancing. And it takes a lot of energy to coon. You know, we got book our eyes. I'm like, oh, oh no, master. You know what I mean? We're booking our eyes and all this other bullshit. So it takes a it takes a it takes a lot, you know, because if we come on some hidden power motherland, alkaline, water, African dirt ruin of the hidden temple type shit. Oh, best believe they're gonna go to HR the next day. Or that same day. You know what I'm saying? They're gonna go to HR. Oh well, you know, um, well, you know, Derek, he, you know, he was kind. I was kind of getting scared. Um, yeah, I think we were just we were just talking about football, like you know, Colin Kaepernick, and all I asked him about the kneeling thing, and um, well, you know, um, I think I saw a Black Lives Matter T-shirt under his button down. Um, and he says something about revolution there. He had a green hoodie, and I think that's part of the green hoodie Crips. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? They'll start making crazy shit up. But for a lot of people, don't that that same shit happens too. Let's not get it twisted. The same shit happens too if we come on some Mayan human sacrifice energy from the sun god Cinco de Mayo shit. Best believe they go to HR and be like, well, the only thing I asked him was about the Garcia NYPD officer. That's all I asked him about. And he said something about he's a Latin coon. I don't know what that means, but I was pretty, I was very scared. I think he was wearing a Czech Rivara shirt under his button down. Um, and I heard him said that I heard him say the N word one time. I felt very uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? They will flat out throw you under the bus. They will flat out throw you under the bus. So they do little tests. They do little tests. You know what I'm saying? They'll be like, hey, so what about, you know, the Colin Kaepernick guy? What, what do you think about that? Or the Bill Cosby. Do you think he got, you know what I'm saying? But if you go, if you want, you want some righteous shit and you're like, well, you know, that Colin Kaepernick thing, you know what I'm saying? Um, it's unfortunate, you know, and I don't think he was kneeling down to disrespect the flag. He was just kneeling down because he was um, pointing out the injustices that happened in the black community. Oh, oh, okay. Okay, well, I'll see you later, Dante. Yeah, 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 we'll eat Chipotle tomorrow. Okay, and then go, go to HR, right? <laughs> go to HR, right? Then. Um, he said that in the, in the weekends, he calls himself Huey P. Newton. I don't know what that means, but I'm scared. You know what I'm saying? That's how they'll go. They'll end up being wild scared for no reason. You know what I'm saying? They'll end up, or they'll test you, like for the women. They'll be like, can I touch your hair? Oh my God. What is this? This is both Derek braids. You know what I'm saying? They'll, they'll, they'll start, they, they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing because to, to, to them, you are like a pet. You're like, oh my God, you're not supposed to be here. How did you get here? Oh my, oh my God, you're exotic. You know what I'm saying? To them, that's what you are. 
Let's keep it real. That's what you are. And the thing is, they set you up or they'll, they'll set you up with projects or something that, that, you know, isn't uh, obtainable or some unrealistic bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Cause after you come on some righteous shit, you know, don't be touching my hair because you know, we, we don't like that. You better chill out. Or, or, you know, you check them on something. HR comes. Well, um, you know, you came in a couple of days late. Um, you didn't scan your key card in correctly. And, um, you know, um, your peer review is up in the week. And I think I'm going to have to mark you a couple of X's and then you'll come the next day. Well, I sure do think Bill Cosby raped them women. You know what I'm saying? That's when you start cooning and shit and, and, and they'll, they'll reward you for your cooning. Let's keep it real. They will reward you for your cooning. They were like, well, you know, Dante, you know, you've been an excellent employee here. Um, well, definitely looking at your peer reviewing all checks from here. Um, keep up the good work. Go show you. You know what I mean? I'm telling you, you will get rewarded for your cooning. I'm telling you. So these are the solutions that I give out to anybody that I talk to. And I'm going to give it out to you guys. Here are the solutions. One, know your position that you play. If you're gay and you're in a corporate setting, know the position that you play. You are not someone that's going to be rocking the boat. Know the position that you play. If you're a raccoon, know your position also. Know the position that you play. At least don't harm another victim of white supremacy. If you're gonna coon, be a double agent coon. Be a double agent coon. That's all. If you're gonna coon it up, be a double agent coon. You know what I'm saying? Be like, yo, I didn't see Terrell in the, you know, late, but what I did see was Patrick coming here 15 minutes late from his lunch break. You know what I mean? Just be a double agent coon. You know what I'm saying? Know the position that you play. Be real about yourself. If you know you're in a glass ceiling and you're comfortable with that, okay, cool. Be comfortable with that. But don't be complacent. You know what I'm saying? Don't be complacent on the glass ceiling that they put you in. At least have a plan to get out. You feel what I'm saying? Another solution. If they if white folks are coming at you asking you retarded, dumbass, race racialized questions instead of challenging them act dumb you don't know nothing about anything you don't know shit you don't know you don't even know who the fuck the president is you know what i'm saying well um can you tell me about what are your thoughts on the colin kaepernick who's who's colin kaepernick what who's colin kaepernick is the person that kneeled down the, who who did what now the person um listen um blake Listen, I'm not here to gossip about, you know, anything. Um, I'm not here to talk about politics. I don't really do that at work because I really don't know too much about it. But let's talk about it in our lunch break. You know what I'm saying? Or just ask questions. That's it. Oh, yeah. Oh, he kneeled down. Was he tired? No, he just kneeled down to protest. Oh, okay. Um, what do you think about it? Well, um, I think he's disrespecting the flag. Well, I guess he might, he might be. Be, uh, you know, at least be a coon if you're going to be coon, but do it politely. You know what I'm saying? Be a polite coon. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
ask questions any 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 little thing any little thing you know what i'm saying and what about the bill cosby situation what what about it well you know he raped all those women really i i didn't even hear about that well, well you know what i'm saying well what about it oh okay well 50 women that's crazy oh okay well i i i don't know too much about that i don't really i don't really keep up with politics what what donald trump talked about mexicans and being you know criminals he said what now yeah donald trump are you sure he said that well i don't know you know um i guess i don't i don't really i don't really i don't know too much about politics you know um i'm not you know i'm i don't know i don't even know who i'm gonna vote for i'm undecided you know what i'm saying they're gonna try to touch your hair and shit you gonna touch it try, try to touch your hair and be like no 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 i put i put um i put you know i put something on it it's probably gonna stink your hands yeah no no don't don't touch my hair right now because i put something on it you know what i'm saying at least do, try to do that at least try to do that you know what i'm saying because these white folks they know what they're doing they're not dumb they know what they're doing and the other solution is for these black and latin women who try to snitch on you guys listen guys hr is a thing go to fucking hr okay fight fire with fire all right all right guys fight fire with fire it's not that difficult it's it's, it's pretty it's pretty easy it's pretty damn easy you know what i'm saying fight fire with fire all right now with that being said i hope you guys enjoyed this episode um i hope you guys were not only entertained but educated as well um remember if you guys want to support me cash app dollar sign radical latino on cash app or go to my website radicallatino.com and donate or if you don't want to do it monetarily go to the the podcast app rate me five stars or go to my youtube channel i'm monetized watch a video and an ad pops up and just skip it that's how you could contribute if you don't have any money or whatever you know what i'm saying i also have a twitter and instagram radical underscore latino underscore you can hit me up from there i'm always available we can talk and all that and for next week next week i want to hear from you guys i want to hear from you guys all right next week the number is 609-948-4194 i want to get voicemails from you guys to see that you know how you guys like the two-year podcast and all that you know what i'm saying with that being said i'm gonna catch y'all later peace